Welcome to Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive the support for your dreams so you can have courage to live your best life. I'm Rebecca Mullen, a relationship coach living in Western Colorado. And in today's episode, you'll hear a story of why fear is keeping you from getting more sex. You'll also get a peek into the three roles in your relationship, partner, friend, and lover. And I'll introduce a new segment called Relationships Revealed and ask for your participation. Do you ever feel like you're missing out on more sex? You're sure that other couples are getting more action than you are? Did you ever consider that the reason you might not be getting as much sex as you want is fear? <laughs> fear, really? Yep, fear is a confidence thief. And confidence is foundational to getting the sex you want. Let me tell you this story about Sean and Heather, and you listen for who you might relate to in the story. Okay, so Sean teases his wife. You know, you love your bike more than you love me. He's lonely in his marriage. And he masks it by teasing. You're crazy, his wife Heather responds, but she doesn't make a move to wrap her arms around him. Instead, she retreats into a pair of headphones to watch a movie. So what Sean doesn't know is that Heather got her feelings hurt when Sean wouldn't come swimming with her. She's been struggling lately, feeling out of shape and bored. And then she saw a Facebook post from a college friend who'd recently run a triathlon. This was her swimming buddy in college. Heather felt jealous. And then she bucked up and told herself to get back in the pool. But she was scared. Scared to go to a new pool. Scared she'd look like a whale in her swimsuit. Scared her swim times would pale in comparison to her college races. So she asked Sean to come with her because Sean makes everything better. His manner is easy and light. Nothing bothers Sean. And she relaxes when she's with him. No matter how much Heather begged him, though, Sean wouldn't come with her to the pool. She feels alone in this endeavor to get back in shape. Now, let's look at what Heather doesn't know. Sean is madly attracted to his wife, but he's embarrassed to initiate sex because Heather has fallen asleep every night lately. He's intimidated by Heather. She's always got a project going. He feels like the weak link in their marriage. He's trying to find the same passion in his own life that Heather always seems to have naturally. When she asked if he wanted to go swimming with her last month, he felt even more like a loser. Ugh, my wife is so repulsed by me that she feels like she needs to drag me out to exercise, he thinks. So he didn't go. He didn't want to be Heather's latest project. So what is happening in this marriage? Well, both of them have hit a slump. And their confidence has evaporated. Confidence is a key ingredient for lovers in long-term marriage. It's normal for confidence and sex drive to vacillate over the course of your marriage. Heather is embarrassed when she compares herself to her college friend. The more embarrassed she is, the more afraid she gets that she'll never change. The more afraid she is, the more she masks it with 
enthusiasm. <laughs> but what she really wants is a partner who will help her face her fears. Sean doesn't sense any fear in Heather. Instead, he projects his own insecurities onto her. And the more he imagines that he disgusts her, the more he sees her invitation as controlling. But what he really wants is a lover who wants him to join the adventure. So they both lack confidence, and a lack of confidence is a common reason for a waning sex drive. Now, friendship is the bridge between lovers and partners in your marriage. You want a lover, you want a partner, but there's a struggle in that tension. So when your spouse is your partner, you feel like you've got this teammate to help you face the scary stuff in life, like being a grown-up or facing a new fear, like finding a new swimming pool. But when your spouse is your lover, you feel wanted. When you feel wanted, your confidence soars. And when you don't feel wanted, your confidence sags. So imagine the role of partner and lover on opposite sides of a tug-of-war rope in your marriage. Now, each side is pulling on the other. Lover, partner, lover, partner. And the roles of lover and partner can cause tension in your marriage this way. But then that third role of friend comes along and picks up that tug-of-war rope right in the middle, lifting it up, and magically picture this triangle as the lover and partner are forced to come together when that friend picks it up in the middle. I'm going to attach a picture of this in the show notes if the image isn't clear to you. But when your spouse is your friend, you just feel less alone. You have this companion for anything you do in life. There's someone there to help you face the scary bills you need to pay. There's also someone there to make you feel wanted at the end of a long day. So let's look at what Heather and Sean both need. They need first to remember that they are lovers and partners. They need the lift of friendship to connect what is tugging them apart. They each need a lover. Their lack of confidence makes them shy as lovers. And when their confidence returns, they will become bold again. They also each need a partner. They aren't on the same team right now. And when they can help each other, they will feel united by a shared goal. What they both don't know. Heather gets really into training. The more she trains, the more her confidence returns. With her confidence comes her sex drive. And one night, she snuggles up to Sean. He's surprised, but he returns her soft kisses. And in the morning, as they share a cup of coffee, Heather confides, how come you don't want to come swimming with me? It's not that I don't want to, says Sean. I just feel like you're always trying to change me. Heather is mystified. Change you? I'm not trying to change you. I was scared. Now, Sean is mystified. I have never seen you scared. Heather points to time after time after time in their marriage that she was scared. All the times that Sean felt like she was trying to control him. Turns out, when Heather is scared, she tries to control everything. Turns out when Sean senses he's being controlled, he bolts. The partner 
and the lover at opposite ends of your marriage relationship tug and destroy the friendship that lifts the tension and connects these two extremes. Heather got more lonely and more hurt because Sean didn't come to her rescue when she was scared. A partner, she thinks, would have helped her face her fear. Likewise, Sean got more lonely and hurt because Heather was moving forward without him. A lover, thinks Sean, would have wanted him to join her in the pool. So listening to the story of Heather and Sean, ask yourself, when you get scared, how do you mask that fear? Are you like Heather and you get controlling? Or do you hide and run away? When you feel controlled, what do you want to do? Run? Do the opposite? Cave to your spouse's way and then resent them later? What happens when you feel controlled? Clarity about these feelings will help. And I have a great formula that you can use in your marriage communication that makes fear transparent instead of it masking as control or hiding. Talk about your fear and then talk about your desire so that you can make a clean ask. And again, I'll attach that formula in the show notes. So when you're scared, whether you run like Sean or control like Heather, it is important to understand your spouse's fears as well as your own. What are you taking away from our time together? When you feel rejected because your spouse isn't initiating sex, try noticing that you feel rejected. Your feelings aren't going to be denied until you notice them. And then once you've tended to your own hurt feelings, get curious about all the ways that your spouse might be also feeling rejected. Because this is a key thing to remember. A confident person has no trouble initiating sex. So if your spouse isn't initiating, maybe there's something missing for your spouse and you can get curious about what that is, leaning in like a confident spouse that wants to be connected. Fear plays such a huge part in your confidence. Your confidence will influence how well you can communicate with your spouse. So address the fear and confidence has a chance to return. Lovers thrive on confidence. So get ready for that great sex that you long for. The habit for your happily ever after this week is to practice the clean ask formula. State your fear, state your desire, and notice how clean your ask now feels. This segment of the podcast is called Relationships Revealed. Typically, you'll hear from a couple who's dealt with a tangle like Heather and Sean's fear, confidence struggle, and how they both struggle to make a clean ask. But since my podcast is just beginning, I don't yet have a couple for you to hear from. If you've struggled with fear, let me know how you found your way again. Send me an email at podcast at habitshappilyeverafter.com.
with this week's date night discussion, I'm going to give you something to talk about for years to come. I'm inviting you to scare your sweetheart. My son is a jokester, and he loved to scare me when he was growing up. He'd hide and leap out and scare me. He'd plant little firecrackers in my closet so that when I went to reach for my robe in the middle of the night, I was leaping out of my skin. What is really funny, and what my son didn't even realize, was that his scaring me phase coincided with his, wow, you're a challenging little bugger phase. And all that laughter after all those fights loosened up our relationship. When I could laugh, I was no longer afraid of how to parent him. And there is just, just isn't a better glue in a relationship than laughter. So I want to hear about how you scared your sweetheart, and I want to hear about what happened afterward. That's it for today. I'm Rebecca Mullen, and this has been Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're better able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive support for your dreams so you can have the courage to live your best life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be grateful if you'd send a link to your friend. Habits for Your Happily Ever After is produced by Grace Smith. All our music and sound comes from Walk West Productions. I'm Rebecca Mullen. Thanks for including me in your relationship today.